Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 105 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to Oilers Now, which is brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Digitex wishes you and yours all the best during these challenging, uncertain times. Digitex.ca is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Um, If you're not a fan of the Edmonton Oilers, or you don't like the city of Edmonton, or you don't like the province of Alberta, maybe this isn't the show for you. Just going to throw that out there right now. Coming up in this hour, in nine minutes' time, the general manager of the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club, Ken Holland, at 135, the eclectic one himself, Reed Wilkins. You can reach us anytime at our River Creek Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. And you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, providing winning results for over 35 years. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer and Brendan. At Brendan Escott. Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. Just before we go back into the Ashley Fine Floors text line, a special shout out to Jack and Kathy. It's been 24 years. Kathy, you truly have been. A glutton for punishment. Jack, I can remember you when you had hair. Anyways, happy anniversary. Uh, again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Here we go. This text comes in. Uh, it says, Bob, I was watching the 2016 World uh, Championship gold medal game when Canada beat Finland 2-0. And Putin presented the gold medal. Finland had walked through the tournament at that point. Mikko Koskinen was their goalie, and he was also the top finish player of the game. Connor McDavid was Canada's. But Koskinen was excellent, and he really does have the pedigree to be a great NHL goalie. Well, one of the things that Mikko Koskinen has is size. And size is important. Mike Smith's not a small goalie either. Uh, Koskinen is in, what, year one of a three-year contract extension, $4.5 million. But he's got size. I know I listed my Oilers prospects the other day, and I had Olivier Rodrigue at 9 and Stuart Skinner at 10. 
And there are several people in hockey circles who I spoke to about uh, those rankings, and they said the, the only concern on Rodriguez, terrific athletically, and he's got great technique. Is he big enough? Conversely, Skinner um, still working in terms of his overall technique and goal, but a bigger man. So uh, I wouldn't bet against, uh, I've said it before, against Miko Koskinen. I think Smith and Koskinen are going to split the starts in the uh, postseason, especially if Edmonton goes on an extended run. This text adds, speaking of the old guard, the movie, I've never seen a movie that set up a second movie like that one did. It was good. And I, I agree with you. You know, it also had Charlize Theron. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, do you think Johnny Goodrow will opt out of the playoffs again like he did last year? Now, that is a somewhat funny text from someone having a little bit of a... Uh, Someone having a little bit of fun at the expense of the Calgary Flames. I actually think, uh, you know what, I wouldn't bet against Johnny Goodrow. I think Calgary, Calgary Winnipeg is going to be a really interesting series to watch. My guess is most of you are going to be cheering for the Jets. Uh, there you go. Pat from Lethbridge says, hey, Bob, uh, just wanted to say I appreciate you and Brendan running the show throughout the pandemic, helping me and others maintain our sanity while hockey is on hold, closing in some on some games. Can't wait. That comes to us from Pat and Lethbridge. Well, you know what? Uh, you know, I think we did a total of 87 shows over the course of uh, the pause till the announcement that we get back at it with training camp. People love hockey. It's a privilege to work in this business. Uh, former defenseman Mark says, Bob, I've listened to your shows uh, for over a decade now. I can't ever recall uh, you telling listeners if they're not interested in listening to talk about the Oilers, this might not be the show for them. I can only imagine the text that brought that comment on. That one comes to us from former defenseman Mark. Yeah. Again, you know, we're in Edmonton and we're in Alberta. I'm kind of going to support the city and support the province. You know what I mean? It's it's remarkable how many people out there want to constantly kind of bring us down. I'm not saying we're perfect, but, you know, the hate is just disappointing at times. Here we go. Now let's get to the players uh, off the ice, courtesy of Zoom interview. Uh, re, uh, Brendan Escott has uh, clipped these, but, Brendan, who do we need to credit here for this? Uh, this hat, hat tips to Reed Wilkins for getting these into my hands. All right, there we go. So the players open up their opening day of the return-to-play training camp today. Here's Connor McDavid on the unique opportunity in front of them. You know, I view this as a, a big opportunity for, for our group. Um, you know, obviously there's lots of, I'm going to keep saying there's lots of unknowns, uh, even within the league right now. You know, no one knows who's going to come out, um, you know, strong. Uh, you know, it always seems to be different uh, each and every time that the league starts up again. So um, I'm confident in our group. And, and uh, in terms of leadership group, I think the only thing we can do is drive the pace of practice and, and make sure that, you know, we're, we're pushing the pace and, and uh, you know, forcing guys to keep up with us and, and um, making sure guys are ready to go when, uh, when the puck drops. And last question, um, you know, I feel I feel pretty good now. Um, you know, I guess uh, coming back to training camp in September, um, you know, I hadn't been on the ice a ton. I hadn't uh, been able to work out a ton. So this break uh, kind of allowed me to, you know, maybe get uh, my body back into, into shape where it needs to be. And, and um, I definitely feel good now. 
I gotta, you know, we gotta go out there, the the leadership group, and 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 push the pace. <laughs> like there's no one in the league, but you're pushing the pace that can skate at the level. Uh, Connor McDavid also added this additional comment on returning to the ice. Um, yeah, like the rest of the world, it's been uh, a lot of unknowns, a lot of uh, not really knowing what's going on. But you know, just try to keep myself ready to go. Um, you know, working out in the gym, skating lots. Um, I was able to find uh, places to do all that. So, um, yeah, you know, like, like I said, lots of unknowns, but I stayed ready. And, and uh, you know, I always kind of thought that something would get done and, and we'd, uh, we'd end up playing. So uh, I still remain hopeful that we will. And obviously today's a big step towards that. Okay, well, there you have it, 112 at Edmonton. And one of the big question marks is, uh, well, just before we get, i got to read this text. Hey, Bob, I love the Oilers in your show, but nobody can play a factor in anything. You can be a factor, yes, from the grammar police. Okay, thank you for that. Um, factoring in things moving forward, I digress. Here's Mike Smith's take on the goaltending battle. That question's tough to answer right now. I think it's first day back. Uh, guys are, um, you know, just trying to figure out how to tie their skates again. And, and <laughs> I don't think Dave's really worried about who's starting a net right now. It's more worried about getting the group back together, getting on the ice and, and uh, kind of getting the cobwebs out. Um, I think who, who's playing and who's around lines and this and that are all kind of things that are going to look after as, uh, as the, uh, the playoffs uh, open in a couple of weeks. So I think that's kind of something out of your hands right now. You just want to, you know, compete at the highest level you can in practice, kind of ramp things up as you get more towards the playoffs and, and uh, just be ready to go through games call. There you go. That is uh, Mike Smith. Again, special thanks uh, to Andre Brin from Oilers PR for coordinating those Zoom interviews. Reed Wilkins for uh, and Brendan Escott for combining to uh, grab us a little bit of audio. 113 in Edmonton. And uh, as promised, uh, we are going to hook up with the general manager, President of the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club right now, and that is Ken Holland. Ken, Bob Stoffer, welcome back to our show. How are you doing? Good. Nice to be with you, Bob. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's cut to the chase here. Did you ever think we'd even get to this point for a potential return to the you know conclusion to the 2019-20 season? Was there concern maybe we wouldn't get here? Well, I... <laughs> I think all along, I think I hoped that we were going to get here. I, you know, I think there were stretches there when you weren't sure, but I know that there was uh, a lot of determination and focus on uh, on getting to this point, obviously, from Gary Bettman and Bill Daly. So um, uh, it's, a, it, it, it's we're in a great place right now. Hopefully we can keep it that way. Uh, we're not going to ask you to, to specify too much because according to the NHL rules, you can't. Uh, Caleb Jones was termed unfit to play. Will he ultimately be in the mix here in short order to compete for playing time for the playoff series against Chicago? Yes, uh, he's actually after practice today. I think he's even over in the other sheet of ice uh uh, and was was practicing a bunch of the players. We we had a practice this morning in Rogers, and then we had a scrimmage, and then we had to go over to the uh, to the smaller practice rink. To, we're done now. The the league is coming in, and, and and we're taking out the ice, and they're they're doing whatever they need to do to get to ready for uh, for games down the road. So uh, uh, my understanding is that Caleb's out there uh, doing some things this morning. All right, this from afternoon. your pers- from your perspective, and I don't know how much of a chance of practice you got to see. Uh, we're still obviously on remote right now doing our shows. Uh, did you like the pace? 
Yeah, I did. I watched all practice and I watched the scrimmage and I, I talked to the coaches after. And I think uh, the coaching staff, myself, I think we were all uh, um, pleased with um, the the pace, the, the compete. Uh, the, for for day one, we thought that they worked real hard today and uh, there was a real commitment. The scrimmage was uh, was competitive. The guys uh, back-checked. They worked away from the puck. We thought it was a good first day. All right. Uh, let's talk about three players that you acquired at the trade deadline. Mike Green, uh, and we certainly support any family decision he makes. At what point did you realize it was a possibility if the new CBA and return to play was ratified that Mike not might uh, elect to opt out? Uh, today's Monday. I think his agent called me on Tuesday or Wednesday last week for the first time to tell me that Mike was going through... Um, you know, his own process to decide to make a decision. Um, you know, I think with Mike, you know, Mike's, what, 35, 34 years old. Uh, with Mike coming, uh, not not coming here, I know he's down the road in Calgary with his family. He's got a house down there. I know he spends part of the summer in, in, in Calgary. He's from Calgary. With him not coming up, certainly it uh, it crossed my mind here over the last uh, last 10 days, but really started to be know of it uh, about the middle of last week. Okay. Uh, Andreas Athanasio today at practice was slotted on left wing with Leon Dreisaitl and Kyler Yamamoto. Uh, and Ryan Nugent Hopkins was with Connor McDavid and Zach Cassian. So specific to Athanasio, this is an opportunity, at least out of the gate. It doesn't mean he's going to end up there, but he's got an opportunity to show what he can do early here in training camp, doesn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I think anybody that gets a chance to play with Leon and, uh, and Connor is an unbelievable opportunity. So, um, yeah, he's got obviously had a chance. He had a great year a year ago. He had a tough year in Detroit. I mean, we talked about it that that at the trade deadline, he's got a he's got a lot of talent, and uh, this is uh, you know we'll see where things are at next week. I know that over the course of this week they're gonna they're gonna explore things as we as we start to get deeper into camp. Uh, you know. Uh, the coach might uh, do some shuffling around, but certainly early on, it's a tremendous chance for him. Athanasio is a restricted free agent that's going to need to be qualified. Uh, you got a couple unrestricted free agents, actually more than a couple, including Tyler Ennis, who you acquired. Mike Smith is a UFA. Uh, Riley Sheehan is a UFA. You got some of your work done, uh, you know, going into before we got shut down on the pause. Does anything happen over the course of the next couple weeks, Ken, or do you think that all transpires maybe after the season's uh, officially done at this stage? I think everything is going to be done, pushed to the off season. Now we just got a CBA. Uh, you know, we're, playoffs are on the horizon. I mean, it's still three weeks to go, but I think for the most part, I think most of that business uh, all over is going to be done really in the off season. I think everybody's focus right now is trying to get their your team up and running and uh, try to see if you can uh, go on a run. I, I know that you spoke to the team at the start of the year. And you basically were, you know, everybody's going to be positive, but you reinforced, hey, we have an opportunity for real growth here. Um, this is an important playoffs for, for this this age group and this group of Oilers players, isn't it? If we can indeed get to the point where we're playing games and teams are able to make it out of the U.S., because that's still a concern for a lot of people out there, this could be a real important maturation process for the Oilers, couldn't it be, Ken? It could be. I guess, Bob, right now, 
I'm anxious to get into the I'm anxious to get into the bubble, and I'm anxious to watch games live, watch our team live, watch other teams live. Games are going on that we're not playing. I'm going to go over and watch. Maybe be back in my room watching games from the Toronto hub. I'm anxious to watch. I, I, I think we're going in right now. We're going into the unknown, so I got to make sure that when I play or assess. I've got a, a sense for what I'm, 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 my assessment. Certainly, I've got some ideas heading into the off season about the Oilers team for 2021. But I need I'm going to watch more games and and uh, then I got to figure out and sort out when it's all over. What does it mean? What is it? What does it mean? What I saw? So I don't want to just say, oh, this is we're going to evaluate this player on this stage and and and. But who knows what this, what this, what, what uh, there's, you know, we have, nobody's played for four months. There's been, you know, obviously phase two protocol. We're going to have a quick training camp here, 14 days. We're going to get into the hub and we're going to, we're going to, we're, we're going to get at it. So uh, I've got to make sure that, you know, we played 71 games. I thought I, I liked where we were at when we were hit the 71 game mark. I thought we were from Christmas, from the first of right after Christmas, we started to ramp our ramp our game up. We played, uh, we we were deeper. We played better. We obviously made the moves at the deadline. I wanted to get our team deeper. I wanted to send a message that we were trying to. Uh, the, the the time is now that we're trying to win. Now I'm going to watch, and then when when the when the dust settles, I'll have to quickly reevaluate with my people as to what what we what we think based upon this Stanley Cup tournament and then we're going to head into the off season and make decisions based upon what how how we how we evaluate everything all right. Uh, you, you, you mentioned before, I mean, look, Ethan Bear was a bit of a surprise at the start of the year. Yamamoto and Jones coming up uh, just around December 31st for the game against the Rangers gave the team a different complexion. Sometimes in training camp, um, guys have an opportunity to really sort of open some eyes up. This is a little bit different because it's sort of an abridged training camp and it isn't the start of the year. You're going boom right into the playoff games. But is it the realm out of the realm of possibility that a guy like Evan Bouchard can could theoretically work his way into the mix again, maybe partially as a result of a guy like Mike Green uh, taking uh, his, you know, his opportunity to opt out for family reasons, which again, we're all supporting, but could there feasibly be a chance for a guy to work his way in the mix based on his performance at training camp? Yes, yes, I, but I still think, you know, the 24 teams that are in this, you know, you've, there's a body of work that, that went on, you know, for 70 games thereabouts. And I, I don't think you just throw that body of work out and say, okay, we're going to hold tryouts now, um, you know, for all 24 teams. So I, I would say to you, yes, but there's also a body of work that these that these players that have been here for from day one of training camp that that um, were on the team and they were here and they had certain roles and had certain ice time and 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 and, and we feel good about the year the year that we had so the answer is yes but the body of work that that went on before the pause has to be has to be factored has to be factored into the decision and I also think Bob. You know, obviously, we're planning on going on a long playoff run, and I was fortunate enough in, in Detroit to be on teams that went on long playoff runs. 
you're going to need lots of you're going to need lots of bodies. You, you're yeah. not you're not playing a long stretch with six defensemen and 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 twelve uh, forwards and two goalies and think that those those same people are going to be in there night after night after night after night. The reality is we're going to we're going to need seven or eight defensemen. We're probably going to need fourteen, fifteen forwards. You're going to need depth, and when 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 an opportunity arises, that's when guys go in, and if they play well, they hang on to their position, and then when the other guy's ready, either the change isn't made because uh, things are going good. You know, and all we need to do to, to prove this point, I'm going to give you a name, Brennan Evans for the Calgary Flames. 2003-2004, they made it to the Stanley Cup final. Brennan Evans never played a regular season game in the NHL. He got into two playoff games that year. And he was trying to get recruited by Rob Dom about a year before at the University of Alberta. Career minor league defenseman in the AHL. So you do need everybody. Hey, uh, Ken, you've, you've been the GM or been involved in the management of Team Canada at the Olympics. This is, does it have a bit of an Olympic feel to it, this, this hub city perspective? And the fact that Edmonton is the hub city. We're the host city for the event, but we are not the home team. Uh, actually, are the Oilers the, the home team for every game, or are you going to get booted out of your dressing room a couple times? Uh, we were on a conference call, all the general managers, a couple of days ago with uh, – people from the league and hockey operations and they are going to make you know they told us they're going to make this as level a playing field as they can in terms of practice time you know games one and two were were, were the home team games three and four chicago's the home team I, I don't know how they're going to move dressing rooms around but i would assume they're going to make sure that it's that it's that it's a level playing field for all the teams for chicago and for edmonton so i'm i'm assuming we'll be moving around from over to you know, from, from from rink to rink and and locker room to locker room, just like just like everybody else is. One final one for you. Uh, part of free agency is recruiting. Does it help Edmonton's chances that we're going to have a bunch of players here? Uh, you know, at this time of the year, where the weather's a little bit nicer, the environment's there, the ice is probably the new ice sheet's going to help out. But does it? Do you think that helps your cause a bit? I mean, it can't hurt, can it? The fact that you're going to have, uh, you know, some guys that maybe see a different side of Edmonton during the summer, Ken? Yeah, it has to help. It has to help. I mean, I, we've got the world-class facilities. Nobody in the league has any better facilities than than, than we do having an attached uh, a rink in our in, in our locker room. And you're going to have the, these 12 teams or the 11 other teams certainly are going to see these facilities that, that we've got. But certainly, you know, the, the more competitive your team is, um, cap space, there's so many different factors involved. But certainly hosting this uh, this tournament will help uh, get the word out about what a great city Edmonton is and what great facilities uh, that we've got. And certainly down the road, uh, again, you, you, I, I would hope that somewhere down the road for a player or two, it, 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 it's a determining this, this time here. Uh, is a determining factor. Great stuff, Ken. Uh, thanks for your 10 minutes, all right? You take care. You too. Thanks, Bob. You bet. That's Oilers General Manager Kent Holland. It is 126 in Edmonton, and we have a development out of Chicago. Mark Lazarus uh, reporting Corey Crawford, their number one goaltender, unfit to play right now. 
per uh, Jeremy Colleton, their head coach, who, uh, as a player, played on the Canadian World Junior Team, uh, played for the Prince Albert Raiders, and was represented by Edmonton's Jerry Johansson. Remember, teams cannot comment on absences beyond unfit to play. And uh, Caleb Jones was unfit to join the first group today, but is expected, uh, as time evolves, to be joining the group. All right, we will head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Reed Wilkins when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.